Thank you, Jesus. Glorious God, we thank you. Glorious God, we thank you. King of glory, we praise you. Adoration and power to your name today. Jesus, you are excellent. Jesus, you are glorious. Almighty God, we worship you. We give honor and glory and power to you, Lord. Be thou exalted forever in the name of Jesus. <clears throat> Glorious God, beautiful King, excellent God, we bow before your throne. Glorious God, beautiful King, excellent God, we bow before your throne. Glorious God and beautiful King, excellent God, we bow before your throne. You are glorious, glorious God, beautiful King, excellent God, we bow before your throne. Your name is Alpha and Omega, ageless, changeless, almighty, Jehovah, glorious God, we bow before your throne, glorious, glorious God, beautiful, beautiful King, excellent God, we bow before your throne, glorious, glorious God, beautiful King, excellent God. We bow before your throne, glorious God, and beautiful King, excellent God. We bow before your throne, your name is Alpha and Omega, each Changeless, Almighty, Jehovah, Glorious God, we bow before your throne. Glorious God, beautiful King, excellent bow before your throne. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Immortal God, we worship you this evening. We thank you, our maker and our God,
for making it happen again to be here in your presence. Oh Lord, worthy is your name. Marvelous is your name. Glorious is your name, our Father. Our God and our Maker, we say thank you. Blessed be your name for bringing us together again in this studio, this broadcast, this outreach. Lord, we thank you for making it happen again. Glory be to your name. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we sanctify our atmosphere, we sanctify ourselves, we sanctify our mouth, we sanctify our hearts. We pray that, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we dedicate everything unto you, that, Lord, you will purge and cleanse us as we, as we approach you, and, Lord, you will make us worthy in the name of Jesus, of your presence, to receive blessings, in your presence, to receive victory, in your presence, to, in your presence, to receive your word again. Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus, speak to us. Lord, speak to us. Speak to us in Jesus' name. We pray that, Father, in the name of Jesus, today we will see you, we feel you, we will know you, we will have you in the name of Jesus. And in everything, you'll be glorified in our lives as you begin here in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus Christ's mighty name we pray. Amen. The Lord is worthy. The Lord is worthy. Glory be to the name of the Lord. We give glory to the Lord. Blessed be the name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Eben, welcome. You enter the studio. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you, in Jesus' name. Today, by the grace of the Lord, we want to go straight into our message. Uh, our family, we know, we know no more discord in the name of Jesus. No more discord in our family. In the name of Jesus. The word of God has gone, and we have been in need uh, for the past three to four weeks now on the issue of how to disagree without uh, rancor in the family relationship. How to disagree without rancor. What we mean by that is that it is still possible because we are not wired to be the same thing as members of family, as members of, uh, uh, as, as, as partners at home. So we can disagree and then yet without rancor. Praise the Lord. We have treated so much on that. Today we just want to do the conclusion or the summary of everything. Abby? Yeah. Summary of all that we have been doing and then we just end it up there. By next week, Saturday, we want to start another message on the marriage covenants. And we bless the Lord that the Lord has taken us thus far in this message since we started four weeks ago. The Lord has been blessing us for us, and he has been blessing us. For you, if you want to hear more of our messages, of course, the last four messages that we recorded, we, are, we must apologize seriously. Because... Uh, uh, we were still learning. Uh, we were using our yes, in Paripazu. Yes. And then, so he's bringing echo into our recording. And by the grace of the Lord, we have corrected that. You will, know, you will never hear that anymore. So bear with us. 
in all those recordings of course you can still listen to them but 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 for the um the echo echo or the the background and uh, we sincerely apologize for that by the grace of god it won't it won't repeat itself anymore hallelujah and now by his grace we want to go into the conclusion or the summary of all uh, of all that we have been learning or of the you have been, we have been, the lord has been teaching us on the on, on the issue of discord in the family today is the last day for that of course we are not seeing the last day except if the holy spirit said that is it also if the lord wants us to repeat something about that again we are still flexible to his to his leading and we believe the lord is going to speak to us to do that amen, amen in jesus name amen. to him be the glory and honor and adoration amen. we have prayed we have uh, entered into his presence with thanksgiving in our hearts and into his court with praise hallelujah so we believe the Lord is here right now, and He will teach us His word through our uh, our sister, my dear here. Is going to be, she's going to take us through the summary of all that we have been teaching uh, on the issue of discord in the family, and uh, by the grace of God, of the Lord, she is here. I'm Pastor Luakuni Paul. Go forth, and this is a Lord Ogunlola. Uh, I mean, grace, go forth. The Lord bless us in the name of Jesus. Mm. Uh, go forth is our family name, a ministry name also. So we come together under that umbrella, under that name, as the Lord gave them Adam as name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, as the family name, so go forth is our family name, and we bless the Lord. The Lord She will go straight into all the all these uh, points that we have uh, uh, we have learned so far. By the grace of the Lord, we have learned a lot. But she uh, has been prepared by the Lord to do the, to do justice to the summary and to the conclusion of the program. The Lord bless you. Then. Bless you, sir. <coughs> Our audience, you're welcome. We bless the name of the Lord, Amen. Thank God for another opportunity in His presence. Holy Spirit has the work. May He take over and take charge. The words to do. It will not just be the hearer. We have the grace to be the. shall be able to do them and the joy of the Lord shall be our portion in the name of Jesus. Amen. We have said many things about how to disagree without rancor in the family. But don't forget that of marriage to be in the background. God is the God of the through Christ only can marriage work because he initiated it in the first place. No other thing can work when Jesus is not in it. So everything we have said, Jesus is the foundation. Accepting him sincerely 
taking responsibility where you're wrong. Please remember that whenever there's discord in the family, that drunkard of a husband is not, is not the only one at fault. The wife that did not receive him with patience and tolerate him is also at fault. Uh -oh. Yes. So what I'm saying is that there's, it takes two to, 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 to fight. There's, if you look inwardly, if you look so inward, you will see that if you have been gentle and you have responded, not reacted, it will not have been, it will not have been, it will not have been that bad. Therefore, the two of us are guilty. And we don't want to be like Adam and Eve, shifting blame. I want to identify where I've not treated that man or that woman, despite the, 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 the magnitude, uh, magnitude of the atrocity or the hurt. We are being like Christ, to respond gently. Probably the situation will not be you know, worse. So the two of us, don't, don't forget, go individually to God. Acknowledge the area where you contributed to that discord and rancor and lack of peace in that family. Confess it to God. God of second chance, invite him. He's a merciful God. Yes. He knows how to come in. Amen. But up to now, if he has separated you, there's nothing we can do about that. If it's God that has separated you, he is the only one that has the right to separate. And once he has done that, pray to him what next. But as long as you are still together, but the home is not peaceful, and God has not spoken that I separate you, you still have hope. Amen. The Lord of mercy visit you in Jesus' name. Amen. However bad, there's nothing you cannot do. So saying that again, that let the foundation be God. Upon that are all these advices we have given concerning how healthy ways to um, disagree without rancor. This, I mean, the, the Christ and God is the foundation. Having said that, summarily, the, my advice is, you know, part of the thing was said is that because of our background, because of our cultural differences, because of our Difference, the differences in temperaments, maybe you're sanguine, this one is melancholic, this one is that. Because of that, that's why we're different. And there's nothing anybody can do about that. But with the wisdom of God, with the fear of God in our heart, with God being the, if we reference God and really fear him, we will submit to his own will. And when we submit to his own will, he will be able to, Amend and uh, adjust our temperament to be like that of Jesus. We'll be in the middle. And the other spouse, too, he'll be able to walk on the other from the extreme end, maybe the melancholic somebody. He'll be able to walk and walk and make him or her like Jesus and bring her to the middle. Then the two of you will now blend. There's nothing. Be temperament, be differences in culture, differences in whatever, very different, God can still work if you allow Him. So, finally, finally, before I start to say things that we can do, things that we can say that will make our home a heaven on earth, 
because there will be no more, no more rancor in Jesus' name. So finally, finally, <laughs> remember when Jesus said, truly, truly, I say unto you, what is should be given serious and diligent attention to. Because it's like the, the word of an elderly person in the family passing to the, to the world or no. Usually people pay attention to it. So when you say here, finally, finally, truly, truly, it is the word of Jesus in us saying, develop yourself individually to the extent of hearing directly from your father, God. To the extent that there will be no mediator between you and your father in heaven. You can hear him speak. Because when you, when you train yourself to hear him speak to you directly, when you say no to your husband or to your wife, and since you reference God, you are proposing your heart as someone that want to be, as someone that will be rapturable, as someone that want to have his abode with God. After all, eventually we will leave this world. You will want to let go for God's sake, for heaven's sake. So that when you are convinced that I am the one that is right, either the female or the male, and you go and pray because there's disagreement, and God says, this is what I say. Whosoever side God is, the other will be able to let go. That is referencing God, fearing him, submitting our will to his, and allow his word to have the final finality in the matter. So I'm, I, I'm going to go about how do you now train yourself to hear individually from God? Because look at Abraham we cited the other time. Are you there? Look at Abraham. Somebody that had been looking for a child for a long time. It was the one that said, go into to my male servant. He did it, and Ishmael ensued. Now, because the, the maid was not respecting the, 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 the master, Sarah. Sarah is now telling Abraham to chase the, 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 the Aga and Ishmael away. It will not be easy for somebody who had been looking for Sarah, and he's now old. But when Abraham went to God, God supported Sarah. So it was not Sarah that he sub submitted to now. He referenced God, feared God, submitted his will to that of God, and allowed the word of God to have the finality in that case. So as to correct the mistake they have made. So, how do you now hear from God? I think I've said that enough. The best thing that can happen to your marriage and the, that will bring final peace, joy, and everything is you don't just always accept Jesus. You train yourself to hear from God. Like myself, I want to give myself as an example, Brapaul may contribute in his own experience. When I, when I, when I yearn to hear from my father directly, I am a child. I'm not a. I'm not a servant. I, sh I should be able to talk to my father directly. I was yearning for it. Number one, you must task to hear directly from your father. Task where there is, it is when there is task that there is watering. You task for it. I was yearning. I was praying. I was willing. 
I was designing. People used to say they hear from God. I come to church every day. By the grace of God, whatever God commands, to, commands me to do, or any my elders in the church ask me to do, I do. Why should somebody should I go to somebody now before I know that I should travel or not? Why should I now? Go? Why am I not hearing from my father? I have a task. So number one thing, develop a task. If it is that's the best thing that can happen to you. For your money to be peaceful, even for you, for directions in your life, that's the best thing to hear directly. The Holy Spirit to direct Himself, and you hear His voice. Hear the voice of Jesus. He, he said in, in John ten ten, you know I, that I know my sheep; they hear my voice and they follow me. Those are the ones that will not miss road. But if you have mediators, do you know the source from which that mediator is receiving? You can be misled. But if you are a child, you should, after some time, you will be accustomed to your father's voice. And you will know your shepherd's voice. When it is the devil, you will know it. So, my, my, my best advice to conclude this thing is that develop yourself to hear directly from God. Which means, you are saying in a sense that uh, marriage, in every marriage, God is the Chief Counselor. Yes, sir. Through which, His Holy Spirit. Which we, who, who, to, from whom we must hear of what to do on the. Even, uh, even decisions even to take. Lack, uh, I mean, be, 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 be it lack or mm. the, the situation of uh, brightness or mm, whatever. Mm, mm. So, God is the only chief. Counselor. Yes, sir. And there is no one outside the marriage that can help us as problem of marriage than God Himself. Yeah. Then, if we are going to uh, uh, listen to our counselor, then we must be trained because our counselor, God, in our marriage, is not a man. He is spirit, yes. and uh, which means that our marriage also must is that is that not it? Yes. So meaning that if our marriage is funded by God, who is spirit, then he remains the, the chief counselor, mm -hmm. all time chief counselor mm -hmm. of the marriage, yes, from whom husband must hear from about the wife. From whom my wife must be here from about the husband yeah. in order to know what to do. In fact, we are in this thing. We are in this experience in my uh, in my way. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. We are. And then also he speak to me also about my 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 partner. Every any time I'm I'm. I'm I approach him, he speaks on what we are to do yeah. together. Yeah. And at times God speaks to us, even individually apart. And then when we come together, we find out that God, we receive the same thing from the Lord. Yeah. Because we have him as a, as a counselor. Mm. So anything out, any messenger from outside, or any counselor from outside, is not welcome first. Except the one that God they sent to us personally. Yes. And we know that this is from God. Yes. So, continue. And even when you have a counselor from God, 
There is nothing bad having a relationship of God child with your creator. God child. God child relationship. God, I mean, father child father relationship. Child relationship. Yeah. Uh, father child relationship. Your father should not be far away from you. You must you be, should able be able to hear. to hear from him. That is why we're dishing out this point. The best way to bring peace. So that when one says no and the father says yes, the one, the one that is saying no will know that he has to submit to that yes of the father yes. that is telling with the other one. And so God bless you. We said thirst to hear from God. If you don't have that thirst, then you will receive everything by praying. Lord. Dearly, before you go to that, uh, begin, I mean, beginning to, before you begin to dish to us, dish out to us how, how, to, hear from God. how to hear from God. Then, of course, it started from taste. Fasting, yes. Yeah, but what I want us to know is this. If you have not got married and you are still preparing to get married, eh, you must have the hear to hear from God. Yes. Before you pick your wife or you pick your husband. Yes. yes. If you have not been able to hear from God, if you are not trained to hear from God, look, for instance, some of us have married, but we, 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 we heard our counselor, our happily counselor, who misled us. Hallelujah. Yes. Because we thought that we must respect them because they are our senior, uh, uh, what, I mean, senior citizen. Or in the Lord. In the Lord. So we thought we must hear them because we believe that they will not mislead, mislead us. But they are human beings. So which means in the on issue of marriage, anybody who wants to enter into the institution of marriage and can, and, and not be able to hear from God, hey, the person must be trained first. You must, must have, listen very well to must this. Know, because it is only when you hear from God correctly and rightly that you can be led to your original wife and to your original husband. Yes. That's if you have not been married. Yes. So if you are not mature enough spiritually to listen to a to, to be able to listen from the Lord, eh, you are not ready for marriage. Yes, yeah, so you will make you make mistake. Mm -hmm. You will make error. Mm -hmm. You will choose. In fact, flesh will choose for you mm -hmm. because we've been looking for that beautiful or handsome woman, handsome man, or that rich man somewhere. Intelligent person. Intelligent person. Tall or short. Tall or short. Black or fair. Your own kind. Your own kind of uh, like what you like. In quote, what you like, and all these things that you think to you like, they are what they are error. So, which means that any marriage that you want to go to into without God, without being spiritual, without being the spirit, and being led by God to pick your wife or to meet your husband, yes, you're going to error. You cannot just beat it. That is the singles who should open Say, their ears. Singles open your ears. And learn how to hear from God. Because if you have not been able to hear from God, let me repeat it to you. We are repeating it to you. You are not ready for marriage. Anybody who is mature enough to listen to the Lord, not to their prophets, not to their pastor, and this and that, then you, are, you, can, you can... Because all pastors, uh, they are not always right. Yes. Amen. And prophets, our prophets also, are not always right. <clears throat> like Samuel saw somebody oh, and said, this is the person to be anointed <laughs> God said, don't look at the, their, their statue. Can you imagine? God was looking at the heart. 
Why will you Samuel say prophet was, was not a prophet? Samuel as a big as big as a, as big, as, a big prophet as he is. Ah, Samuel as a big prophet. He will have made is, a mistake. He made a mistake already by picking a wrong person as king. Uh-huh. Saying that is the person that is supposed to be the king of Israel. And God said, no. You are you are you, you are seeing the fake, on the face. You are seeing fake 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 vision. Mm-hmm. So if you have not been able to hear from God directly and you want to prepare for marriage, or even if you are married and you have not been hearing from the Lord, because the one who made your wife that you are marrying, that you have married, and your husband that you have married, he knew the structure. He knew he, he, he knew the temperament that he has or she has. And for you to blend together, you need God. Yes. Because marriage who is created us. spiritual. Because <laughs> God who made marriage is spiritual. So we have so canalized marriage to the extent that we canalize it from the beginning to the end. From the time when we are when we are looking for, unto the time when we meet, unto the time when we are in courtship, unto the time when we get married, all our 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 disposition are canal disposition. Mm. And this one cannot make marriage succeed. May, Give, give us this success one, in marriage. Yes. So, which means that every one of us that is entering into marriage or that are, that, in, that are in marriage already, even if you have entered into marriage without Jesus Christ before, maybe you are not born again, you are, you are your husband and your wife, you are not born again. Now that you are hearing this, now that you have known the Lord, it means that the Lord wants to spiritualize your marriage. Mm-hmm. And, yet, and yet, if the Lord wants to spiritualize, when my sister said something, when we started now, he said, It is not too late. It's not too late. It's not too late. It's not too late that the Lord can do something. He's a God of second chance. He's a God of second second chance. That is if he has not separated. Yes. All right. Yes. Thank you. If you have not separated, if you have not separated, because if one of one of you have gone and said, "I'm going to another person to marry," the Bible confirm it that mm -mm, that one is no more. Hallelujah. If you that a woman left or leaves. Am I correct? Or your husband leave? I mean, left. yes, or left? Rather, thank you. If, 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 each of you that the husband or wife left, you uh, you can still trace your way back to God first. If you trace your way back to God and you report to God, and you, especially about the issue of your husband and wife that went away, the law will train you, will teach you what to do about what it. To do. Because, why? Because you have. Analyze the marriage before when you it's not even called God. You it. didn't call God to it. It was flesh that came in, and the and and, and the devil helped you in the flesh to pick that woman or to pick that man. Yet God is still making you to hear this message today. And you have been hearing some messages like this. It means that it is not too late. God can still correct the error because you are still living. Hallelujah. And what I know is this: if there is no not going to be discord in your family. Anymore, if you are married, then listen to the message that what that the Lord is, is about to be given to us. So through my sister, Hallelujah. He said, she said we must start from what being trained on how to hear, hear directly, directly from the initiator from of the marriage, Lord. and the, the only one that can make it work. Marriage, only one who can make marriage work. Yes, the foundation of the marriage, God Himself. Yes. Until we begin to spiritualize marriage. Marriage is not marriage. Yes. Until you begin and to And there will be no peace anywhere. And there will be no peace anywhere. Until our spirit, our marriage is spiritualized. Yes. Because God will make it his spirit. Yes. Until we turn unto God, until we repent all our sins, 
through which we enter into our marriage until, we, until each of us come together and hold our hands together in prayer before the Lord. Then the Lord will open our way. Hallelujah. Let's learn how to listen to the Lord, how to hear God. You need it before you can make success in your marriage. Please, you see that I kept on repeating, if God himself had not separated you. Because I am an example of somebody who did not call God into her marriage. And it, when it was time, I will, I will say I will stay. God said, going out is for your good. So there are people that God separates, and he's the only one that has the right to separate. But if you're fortunate, the marriage is not peaceful, for God has not spoken to any of the two that get out and don't come back. That you must get out. It is then you have hope. Yes. So if God has not spoken like that, because I'm talking out of experience. In fact, when I was asking God, he was not annoyed with me. I said, if eventually you know, if you, the Bible said that you ordered the steps of everyone you created, even when we don't know you, because you know our future, you know what to have in future for us, even when we don't know. Like myself, I didn't know I would be a marriage counselor. I didn't know I would be a minister. I didn't know I would carry any anointing. I didn't know I would be a pastor. But he knew. I said, God, if you know I will go out of this marriage eventually, when did you allow me to go into it? I was crying. He said, well, because when, when the last prayer I prayed, that God, no, I'm not going out. After 35 years, where am I going? You know, God. But no, you God. said you are not led into the marriage by God? No. You know, I, I didn't even know I would call any God anywhere. I didn't know. I saw through, as a non-believer, as a sinner. I saw through, love you, love you. I went into it. But when there were troubles and troubles and troubles, I wanted to stay because of some teachings that I've, I've put in my head. Which are still correct. Which are still correct. But when it came to a point, God said, this marriage cannot pop Fulfill my purpose for your life. I have a purpose for your life. I have, I have endured and tolerated the other person. He's not completing. Going out is for your good and for my purpose to be fulfilled. That's why I kept on repeating. If God had not called me to separate, because God can separate too. God can separate. God has said it. Yeah. He said so, it once, one time to me also in confirmation of what you just said. Hallelujah. Amen. That. He is the one that uh, marriage is made for his purpose. And yes. any marriage that does not uh, serve God's purpose, he has the right to put asunder as God. So as as, uh, as as God, as, as God is. So he's the only one who can who can join a marriage and who can separate a marriage. Yes. Because he that can join in a marriage can also do what? Separate. If the marriage is not working for him, so it is not we that we put that we separate. Yes. So if you are venturing to separate from your wife or your husband, because and God has not allowed it, and, and you know God and you have God in your heart and in your life, uh, you can't just be by yourself. No, because the error that you want to correct by leaving that marriage, it will still be repeated because you have not passed the class. Yes, because it is only God who can pass you and say, okay. Mm, Okay, I'm ending this marriage, and I will take. And if you end it, 
he will take you to another. Yes. This, we are talking out of that will fulfill his purpose. So now you can't separate that marriage by yourself. Yes. Hear this warning. Don't separate from that your wife or your husband without God. Don't say from that for your own. No way. Without God, no, God help out. Let God help you him. Mm. If he want to help you in or out, let it be him. Yes. That is the reason why you must be you must be spiritual mm. enough to hear from God. Yes. And that is the essence of, the, of today's teaching. Yes. Please go on. So to hear from God, the first thing is fast. That I don't want anybody to be between my I am a child because yes. you have accepted Jesus Christ mm. as your Lord and Savior, and your conscience. Bear you witness that he is your Lord and you. Yeah. Then they tell you, and you take it hook, line, and sinker. Because they may mislead you like someone wanted to do. So, first, when you thirst, go water you. Now, but like my, because I was. Fasting, I will be awake and I will be alert and with God. And one thing about God is that He respects man so much. You can decide to choose a covenant time yourself. And when you invite him, Daddy, I want to talk to you in prayer to praise him. As soon as time. Once you take and you take your Bible, you may you must start with the saying anywhere that you just invite the Holy Spirit to teach you how to do it. Covenant time means that the time you have mapped, disciplined yourself to, to, to follow, to meet God. Oh, I mean, on in, in every 25 hours per day yeah. is the covenant time. You pick or God makes it for you. Pick your spare because in his, his likeness, in fact, he respects us as the, 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 the head of his creation. So, another thing you must know about this covenant time is consistency. Very, very, very important. One thing I've known, Paul, and he's a witness, that whenever I miss that time, maybe first time, second time, third time, the rate at which my, I receive from my father reduces. In fact, sometimes I may be blunt, not sensitive to the Holy Spirit again. So please, please, when you choose a covenant time or God chooses for you, yeah. be consistent. Be consistent. If you are so consistent and disciplined, in fact, when you are still sleeping, you, you will see somebody waking you up. And by the time you look here and there, there will be nobody. That is God keeping that time and say, I'm here, my child. That is how faithful he is. 
So, first, choose or God chooses for you the covenant time where you'll be meeting with your friend daily. A good friend wants to talk. Download their hearts for each other. Am I correct? Yes. God should be your friend. Jesus said, if you obey my commandment, you are no more my slave. You, I mean, you are no more my servant. You are my friend. And the friend knows everything about the master. So make Jesus your friend. Make God your friend. And a, a good friend wants to talk and open their hearts to each other. Am I correct, sir? Mm -hmm. So uh, when, you, when you take the Bible, after you have praised him, there's a difference between praise and worship. Worship is exalting God based on what he is that nobody can be. Not because he has done anything, but because he's God. Mm. What are his attributes? Faithful. Good. Yeah. Steadfast. Yeah. Long suffer. Mm -hmm. he's, a, he's a gracious God. Hallelujah. He's a benevolent God. Hallelujah. He's, a, he's, he's a, an omnipotent, an omniscience, omni-knowledge. Nobody can be like him. He specializes in possible, impossibilities. Not, there's nothing impossible for him to do. All those things. You now exhort him for what he is that no other person, be it king or anybody can be. Exhort him, God, you're faithful. God, you're this. God, you're that. When you speak, you have the power to do. However long, delay is never denier. Thank you for your faithfulness. You know, that is worship. You can use songs to exhort him. You can, anything, pour in a comium on your king of kings. That is worship. In any form you want to do it. But when it comes to praises, it, it boils down to some other things he had done for you, maybe in the past. In fact, God loves you to remember the past. Like usually remind the Israelites, can you remember I'm the God that brought you out of Egypt? He wants you to remember the past, appreciating the past, encourages him to, to, to pour more blessings on you. And it glasses his eyes. Everything he has done, maybe, maybe spiritual. Uh, thank you for saving me. Thank you for giving me Jesus. Thank you for your word sent to send to me. Thank you for the way the Holy Spirit is explaining to me, or some other thing. Thank you for your provision, security. Thank you for my children, whatever, whatever. Praises. When you have done that enough, you can you can sing in between. Then, because he said you should enter into His presence with praises. Speak to your God. You can decide to speak your mind first, or because most of the time when you take the Bible, you want to hear from God. Even before you hear his still, his, his gentle, still small voice. You can decide to take the Bible. Some people, after praises, may want to pour their heart so that there's no body in their heart by the time they are they are reading the Bible. So if the, if that's the matter, God respects you. You want to pour your body, you want to cast them upon Jesus so that your mind is free when you want to hear from your God. Fine. After you might have prayed, then you take some portion of, of the Bible that, that catches your attention and start to read. You are already hearing from him even before the, the, the word comes from his presence. You read, and uh, it's better to start with, this is the way I, 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 God trained me to hear. That's why I'm sharing it. It 
when you have taken the Bible, the, the, it will let it be reference Bible. So that anywhere pointed to in a particular verse that catches your attention, you refer to them to understand that particular verse reference, very well. Reference Bible is a Bible that you read and you will still point another place for you to read. To, to explain that verse better. That verse. So when you, when you go to the other verse, it will still refer you and refer you. Keep on doing that. Even if it is a verse, by the time you do that, don't worry what your experience is for the first day. Just be consistent. By the time you do that, you will learn something that day. And whatever you learn, it may be a command. Receive grace to obey it because you want to love him more intimately now. Receive grace to obey that command if you are not obeying it. If it is a warning, receive grace and pray over that warning so that you don't fall into it. If you have been doing it, I don't know what you could discover in that verse. If you have been doing it, receive more grace to please him the more by doing it better. Or whatever it is, the Holy Spirit will put a prayer point in your heart concerning that verse. That day, you may not receive from God, I mean, word directly from him with his small, still voice. But the next day, keep the covenant time. Some people, when they start, they may use 10 minutes, some 15, some 20. But by the time the Holy Spirit sets in, and start to explain that verse to you. By the time you spend one hour, two hours, three hours, you will not even know time has gone like that. Because in the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. Psalm 16, 11. You will not enjoy, because the Holy Spirit is explaining that verse. Before that one started to happen to me, I don't know why I was so blunt. I was not sensitive enough. There's no need to see you. It takes me three good weeks. Sir. Three good weeks. Before the Holy Spirit now take over the verse, expand and expand as if as you, as you write an encyclopedia on a, simple, a single verse. Then I, I started to enjoy after three weeks of consistency at the covenant time. Hmm? I started to hear him. Okay? And by the time I started to hear him, I, I could discover that you can even write a whole book from a single verse because the Holy Spirit that wrote the Bible is now explaining it. You will, you will now receive the joy in the presence of God and the pleasure at his right hand, as quoted in Psalm 16, 11. Then, in fact, you will never feel lonely, even if you're single. And well, uh, what you are saying is this message is in particular to people of God, and to the children of God that have encountered God. That have known the Lord as their Lord and Savior. But they are not still hearing from him. They are not, and they are not personally. still hearing from him personally. Yes. Because there are a lot of Christians that are, that are really missing out in this area. Yes. They are born again. They go to church. Uh, they confess Christ as their Lord and Savior. And yet, they are not enjoying this, uh, uh, the bliss of heaven, uh, whereby it, it, it covers them and uh, they'll be hearing from God speaking word from God yes. in the spirit. Mm. Uh, you see, if this is happening in marriage, it's a problem. Mm. When we are not really hearing from the Lord. Mm. When the husband is not hearing from the Lord. If, if we are too carnal, because every marriage, whatever marriage, if you enter into a marriage and you are living with a woman or a man, then you can't afford to be spiritual. Mm. Eh? You can't afford not to be, so not to be spiritual. Because 
Eh, marriage that the Lord is calling you into, where you have that man or you have that woman, is for God and by God. Mm -hmm. And if marriage is for God and by God, or and in God. Is by God and by God, and in God, mm. then it is a complete marriage. Mm. So we are talking of the fact that there are a lot of things that we are missing out as uh, husband and wife in the family, even, and even children. Mm. Because children in the family also, also must, must know how to hear from the Lord. Yes. Because if your marriage is not spiritual, if your marriage is not spiritual, then it is carnal. Mm. And if it is carnal, there will be carnal problem. Mm. And the problem of carnality is discord, mm. is quarreling, fighting, disagreements, uh, uh, keeping malice, jealousy, hatred, and such. All these are the product of carnality. So, and uh, if it is when marriage is not, is not spiritualized, and when marriage is canalized, that we have problem. Yes. So that's the reason, that's what we have been driving at for the past four weeks now, about how to disagree with that rancor in family relationship. But yet, we are concluding. Yes. We cannot, we cannot dwell in, in that uh, for long. Without, 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 without. So we now want to say the final thing. That's what we are, what, that's what we are in now. Yes. So for us who are believers, who know the Lord, then the chances are that we will not, we will, we will be encouraged only when we do what? When we meet God one on one on our spouses. Mm. When we can hear God, in fact, what I'm enjoying in my relationship today is that my, 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 my partner is hearing correctly from the Lord, and I'm hearing correctly from her, from, from, and from the Lord also. In fact, he didn't have the problem. Anywhere I have problem, I will not talk to her. Any time I have problem with her, I will not talk to her, and I will not, I will just go to the Lord, not speak to her. Because I know that if God speaks to her, she used to hear. I say, Lord, speak to her. Lord, give her understanding. At times, things that I didn't understand. How we ask the Lord about her? The Lord will explain to me. And there are a lot of testimonies of how I said, Lord, meet her. Lord, encounter her for me. Until the Lord do that, I won't do anything and I won't say anything. Thereafter, you will find out that the Lord spoke to him and to her about that area that I really told the Lord about. Yes, that is the essence of a happy and glorious marriage. Yes. A marriage where God is ruling, where you are hearing God, and when we are talking about marriage, of, I mean, like, like heaven on the heart, that is what it takes. Mm. God comes in the cool of days to them in the, in the Garden of Eden. Exactly. Meaning that God wants our marriages to be his heartly home. Mm. Where he comes mm -hmm. and dwell in on the earth, on the earth here from mm. heaven, yeah. it, it it means that our marriage is still open to God to, to the heaven, so that heaven can come down mm. and, and 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 dwell in our home. Mm. There are a lot of marriage, and there are a lot of homes where we have where they roll, where, where they have a and hang up on their walls that Jesus Christ is the. Uh, head of the home. Head of this home. Where, where there's rancor, Jesus that. is nowhere. And they are not even hearing from him. They even, did, they even did not know him. He, look, let me tell you something that your marriage can still be restored back mm. to the original 
status yes. of what the Lord made it to be. Mm-hmm. What made God to come to them in the cool of day? Meaning that God wants to have permanent relationship. And fellowship. And fellowship with husband and wife in the family. Mm-hmm. And now will you be able to, en- to, to enjoy this grace of God that has been restored back to us through Jesus Christ than returning to Jesus Christ and coming unto God and returning, restoring fellowship with him together between, between, between yourself and then learning how to hear God and to obey him. Because if you can't hear from him, you can't obey him. Continue, my dear. God bless you. So, whenever he does anything and I say God, so, so, God will talk to him. And because he had the, he references God, he fears God, he want to so he had decided to submit his will always to God. Yes. He had decided to to reference God. Yes. He will now submit that area to God mm. and do it. Mm. The same thing happens to me because I want to live without God at last. Yeah. Either I like it or not, I will leave this earth. Yes. So how do I live with the God that I don't I disobey? I don't. I, I don't reference. I didn't know. I don't fear. I don't know. That is why. I don't hear from. God has the final say concerning any issue between wow. us. And that is why we enjoy heaven on earth marriage. And that's the same thing we are sharing with you. We are in the experience. We are telling you the same thing. So God will help you. Amen. Just like I said, God visited Adam and Eve in the cool of the day. He wants to visit the wife, visit the husband, visit them together, talk to them. God comes to that marriage where there is peace, yes. where there is joy, yes. no malice, no unforgiveness, no bitterness, no hatred. Because they no were hatred. having the image of God at that yes. time. They were seeing the image of God. It is Christ that can restore that image. Carnality is not yet there. Yes. They are still listening to God. They are hearing from God. God is hearing them. Even when carnality is now, Jesus can restore. Yes. Allow Jesus. That's what Jesus has come to That restore. is what we are doing. Your saying. marriage can be restored. But you have allowed Jesus he has allowed Jesus, you are not hearing. We are saying you are missing out. You are missing for out. For your peace to be permanent. Mm-hmm. Individually, even your children, you train them to hear directly. Yes. God says in Isaiah 54, 13, that I will teach your children yes. and their peace will be much. Amen. I will teach your husband, I will teach your wife, <clears throat> I will teach your children. Directly they hear from me. And your peace, your peace individually, and the peace of the family will be much. Because anything less, nothing, no, there's nothing, no peace. I believe a home. I think you love peace in your home. Yes, darling. Obey I, this injunction believe, and admonition. Mm, I believe, I believe that a home where husband is in fellowship with God, and the husband, the wife also together with her is in fellowship with God. The children will not know anything or experience anything. Than the bliss of heaven. Yes, in that home. And that is what makes our children also to be attentive to God. Mm-hmm. Because when we too we are attentive to Him. And when we are attentive to God, as husband, as wife, as father, as mother of the house. You have sown the seed of obedience. Yes. Your children will re- you will repeat your children. Even the children, God will not be far from your children. Yes, also. yes. He will be the friend of your children because you, the husband, you the man. Ah, the parents, you have invited God, huh? and you have made God your father also. Then he will father your children. He will nurse them. That is when the word of God can come in. That says, how uh, he will nurse your children, and 
they shall have they shall have abundance of peace. Mm. I, mean, I will teach your children. Yes, he said I will teach your children, and they will have their and peace will be much. Isaiah yes. fifty-four thirteen. Go and open it. And so read. that is when it comes in mm. because God Himself has been your God as parents, and you are hearing from Him and obeying Him. Say so obedience begat obedience. Yes. When you are obeying God, you, you are soul. hearing. You are hearing from God. Your your children also will be forced. They will be forced to do what? To, 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 not to do otherwise. Yes. Hallelujah. They will be forced to hear to, to hear from God and obey him because you have laid the foundation. We have that instant, that example of, 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 of that when, when one of our sons went to one of the largest cities in this country to go and work after, after finishing school. And I was hearing some things about them, I complained about some people, I mean, from some people about him. And I said, I will walk you down to where I am now. I was a missionary at that time. I said, I will walk you down to the place where I am now. If it is true, I mean, what I'm hearing about you is true. Do you know what? She, he answered me. And I simmered. Said, Daddy, you know what you, have, what you have taught us. And what you have laid, the foundation that you have laid for us. I am still in it, Daddy. I have not departed from it. Hmm. Hallelujah. Look, if I didn't know who, what made me, maybe the Lord wants me to want to give me peace at the place where I was working as a missionary so that I will have peace of mind while working for the Lord, where he sent me to do. So my children, he taught me, he told me, but the Lord told me that he, when I was complaining about how my children would be if I, if I ventured into missionary journey that the Lord is sending me here and there, then the Lord said, I will take care of your children. And he did it all through. When I came back home, all our ch- all my children, they are still living fine. All some of our, our children are pastors now over churches. Hallelujah! Mm. They are heading. Excuse me, because of Proverbs twenty two six, you train up the child in the way he should go, yes. and when he became old, he did not depart from me. And you that will train up the child in the way to you, you should go. you should be good you example. Should, you should be good example with the Lord. Let the Lord train you. Yes, because the training that you receive from the Lord as parents, as husband, as wife, is what we. I mean, the children we adopt. When you as husband and wife, you are hearing from God and you are obeying him, God will make your home an habitation of himself. Yes. And then your children also will be, become God's friend. Yes. They will have no choice. Mm. Demons will not have place in that place. Yes. In that home. Because Forces peace, of peace will reign. will not have place there. The enemy will not steal your blessing or your glory anywhere. Any t- so Look, it is greatly, it is greatly important for us to be spiritual mm. in marriage. Yes. Where we should be spiritual most in every way, even not in church, is from home. Yes. It's from the family. What is when your the first family, ministry? The first church is your, fam- is your family. Yes. It's your husband and your wife and your children. Yes. It is when the, the husband is hearing correctly from the Lord and the wife is hearing correctly from the Lord and the children also, they are obeying the Lord and they are obeying the opinion that we have healthy church. Then and you will commit a bigger successful ministry yes. into your hand because you cannot trust you. Yes. Because you have done where your primary assignment. We have known you have known the future of some of our children here, here right now. Because some of them, we have seen them the way even one of one of them is writing is writing book. Amen. One of the preachers. Why? Because our home has become the habitation of the Lord. 
we saw it that what helped us is what we are teaching you here. Yes. We are obeying God. We are not. We are hearing from the Lord, so, and God is hearing from us, and we are obeying Him. The Lord bless you, our Amen. audience. Amen. Because we want success to your marriage, yes. and it's not even we. It is God that sent us because He's interested in marriage. Yes. And it is the it, marriage is, is the apple of God's apple of God's eyes. Yeah. Is the unit unit the foundation of His His kingdom earth. He, the foundation must be solid. So he's very interested. And that is why if you don't, if you don't allow that marriage to work on your own part, or you're stubborn and recycrant, you'll be judged. Mm. You don't see the wrath of God. Amen. So learn everything you can learn. Yes. And make it work. Mm. And this is one of the things you can learn to bring a peaceful home that have been riotous. Learn individually as husband and wife to hear from God. Then uh, uh, one will, the other will let go for the will of God, like Abraham let go for the will of Sarah. I want to ask you a question. And there will be peace. Please, you will answer me. Excuse me. Let me ask this question. And then we will treat this issue. A, a wife is spiritual or a husband is very spiritual, hearing from the Lord always. And then here is a very opposite couple or whatever you have it, uh, the husband or wife, very opposite to the husband or to the wife who is spiritual. How will that spouse help her partner? What can she do or what can he do to bring uh, his far, I mean, what do I call it, his, 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 his strange husband or wife onto, 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 what can she, what can he or she do? Please. Uh, do you want us to answer that before we conclude hearing from God? Please answer that now. Okay. Quickly, so that we, we if one is is not cooperating, it's not that it's not cooperating. Maybe it's, maybe it's unbeliever. Okay, one is or, believer. Uh, the other is unbeliever. Just behaving. Misbehaving anyhow. Mm -hmm. The one that is believer should go back to God and say, "I have." made a mistake to marry this one because mm. the wife was not just unbeliever that day or the husband was not just unbeliever like my own the mistake i made is that he didn't hide anything from me i knew him from the beginning mm. are you hearing sir you are you you but i said i will convert him that is the the life from the pit of hell, that and is, that's the greater mistake of my life. That is your deceased, Nobody can convert anybody. That is your deceased spouse. Yes, my deceased spouse. Okay, right. I said because I thought I I losted him because now I know there's a difference between love and lost. He was intelligent. He was this. He was that. I didn't. I have never even heard before then that you should pray before knowing. The, 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 the rib of whom you are. I've never had it before that time. Mm. So I knew I was born again, but that teaching had not come to my ears. So I didn't even know I should even pray that God should choose the husband for me. Mm. And when, when I saw some things that was not biblical because by the grace of God, I was, at least, I was not a serious Christian, but I was better, so to, so to say. Spiritually. Spiritually. So I knew that it was me behaving because he, so there are some things he used to do that is not according to the word of God. Yeah. That is enough to, to give me the signal. But because I, I too was not too serious a Christian. You are not you are, I was not too serious a Christian. You are half baked Christian. I was, God bless you. That's the, word, that's the word. I was half baked. 
I said, don't worry. I will convert him. That was my mind. Yeah. But now and you yourself, you have not been converted. I, I was even a half baked. I was thinking about <laughs> even, converting somebody. And half baked. And it was the Christianity. from the it was the life from the pit of of hell to torture my heart. Wow. And I went through hell mm. before God delivered me. Mm. So what I'm saying now is it, Eskisa, that wife he had not he was not he had not become a an unbeliever overnight. Yeah. The, the believing husband must have seen some traces, like I did in the beginning. Something must have convinced him to do that. Mm. Like in your own use, you said that you were a serious Christian. Yes, when I was born. She when was I, of, of another, she was far. Really? And God showed you whom she was, Before and you ran away for one and a half years. Yes. But a, 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 a senior prophet. When we were caught uh -huh. When you were caught, when you were young, when you were young, mm -hmm. God showed you, you whom she is, mm -hmm. and you ran away for one and a half years mm -hmm. with the mind that I will never come near because I, God has warned me. Yes, but a, a senior prophet like in First King there mm -hmm. convinced you mm -hmm. against the will of God, mm -hmm. and later you obey, you you honor the word of the senior prophet that oh the vision is shown to you to 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 convert her, Abi. Yeah. And you are happy that you are you want to convert her. Did you were you able to convert her? I that was the mistake I did. Hmm. So you heard from God, you should have gone back to God when the I'm, I'm not blaming you, I'm only addressing whosoever is in the in this shoe. That you should have gone back to God. This is what the senior prophet said. You 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 won't be a runaway. But the senior prophet said this, sir. What do you say? If God still repeated what he's saying. You run away and obey God rather than the senior prophet. You will not have passed through all the ordeal you passed through. So what I'm saying... We have a lot of people that have joined us. If you want to make a call, you can make a call. You can just uh, you can click that uh, phone icon. I mean, phone icon. So you can make a call. Inside. Yeah. Ask questions. The Holy Spirit will ask you, ask, answer you. Even the Lord bless you. Veronica, the Lord bless you. Yes, I'm a merry baby. Merry baby. God bless you. Ikwatwakwa. Uh, the Lord bless you. Answer Kwame. Prophecies, prophetic city. Esi Yaba. Noah Debbie. Apisco. Ren Roslyn. Lord bless you. You enter the studio. If you have any question, we are treating the issue on how to disagree uh, in the family without rancor. Without and how there will be no how, rancor again. How we can keep, still keep ourselves. Peaceful even, in the family. Even despite there are, there are, there are things differences. that... Differences. There are differences in our lives and family. And then, today being the final day of our teaching... If the Holy Spirit says if that. If the Holy Spirit says that, of course. Because we have, been, we have been in it for the past four weeks now. We are thinking of rounding it, rounding it up. But as we are going now... There are a lot of questions that we are asking. The, the, the question that is in our mouths now is that the husband that believes and the, and the wife that believes, of course, that is a non-believer, and they are living together, and they are, they are believing. Or vice versa. Uh, yes, or vice versa, you see? Now, uh, how, can they, how can they manage to be together? Huh? But, of course, my sister is asking, is answering that question. Uh, I still have a scripture here after she has
answered all that we want to I have done it against your will. I am sorry. And sincerely sorry, plead for mercy. When he is forgiving the Spirit, according to Romans 8, 16, the Spirit will bear witness with him that he has been forgiven. Then he now invites God that I have tried my best for my spouse as a, a non-believer. I have made a mistake by saying I will convert him or her and I failed. Now I come to you, help me. The Lord, especially what we are treating today is how to hear directly from your Father God without an, a mediator. If he's a believer that hears from God and has trained himself to hear from him, he will go back to, uh, go, uh, he will hear from God and God will tell on him what to do. on what to do and God will direct him. Like we start, With we said God, we started. With God's direction, surely there will be a solution. Yeah. At times, God may say, like he said to me, going out of that house is for your good. We said, God only can separate a man and a woman. The woman may, can, dare not separate herself. The man dare not put away um, if you do he, that, his wife. God hates divorce. Mm. But when that marriage is not fulfilling the purpose of God, God or needs, one of them, uh, and it's affecting God's kingdom, it is only God that has the right to say, okay, oh, since this one is not cooperating, despite my long suffering, I separate you. Because he told me, going out is for your good. That is for my purpose for your life to be fulfilled. So that on the day of reckoning, you will not, you will not be blamed. But the believer won't. God will have seen that He did everything to keep peace before He can say that. He will not just say that because you made the mistake. And since you have the, the children in that marriage are God's heritage, and they must be kept. So not until God sanctions, I mean, God passes you that you did everything. To make peace with the unbelievable husband and wife. According to First Corinthians, according to First Corinthians 7, heaven must be your witness that all that is in your power to do, everything the Holy Spirit taught you to do, you did it to make peace in that family. That woman or man is not cooperating. For you to say you have passed, God can now God can now tell you, okay, go out. Like it said unto me. Or don't go into that marriage again. I have I have the right to put an end to the marriage that will not fulfill my 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 purpose for your life. And that's not helping my kingdom. He alone has the right. So what I'm saying is this: if he had not separated you, go to him, the believer, woman or man. 
Hear from your God. That is one of the reasons why you must train yourself as we are. This is what we are treating now. Sensitive to the Be word. sensitive to, to, to the Holy Spirit. The you must hear from God. It is compulsory. Because it's not if I like. In fact, it is only those that are led by the Spirit that are His yeah. and that can make it. Yeah. Romans 8, 14. So, if you have not been hearing from God, it is difficult to make your money. In fact, life is difficult. In fact, the pilgrimage to heaven is difficult. So, it is a compulsion, not if I like. So, hearing from God, after he had, heaven has said, yes, you have tried your best to make peace with the unbelieving wife. Okay, you can leave. But if you have not tried your best to make peace, the heritage are very important to God. He doesn't release people anyhow. But if heaven says you have passed by trying all your best to make peace, you may be released. It is God that can decide that. Yes. But before you even, uh, you even go to God, after you might have gone to God, he may ask you to take out, if, if the person is possessed, there are deliverance ministers that can chase out devil, and uh, uh, God can sanctify him or her. Do you understand? There are a lot of things God can direct you to do. And since it is God directing you, and you are now following me, now that you have invited him, one thing about Jesus is that he doesn't force himself on anybody, sir. Yeah. But when you invite him, whosoever comment unto me, I will know why it's cast out. Hallelujah. Just to add this, you like, look at what the scripture said in the book of uh, first, first, uh, first Corinthians chapter 7, verse 14. And he said, for the unbelieving husband is, okay, let me start from, from 13. And the woman which had an husband that believeth not, and if he, he be pleased to dwell with her, let her not leave him. For the unbelieving husband is sanctified by the wife, and the unbelieving wife is sanctified by the husband. Else were your children unclean, but now they are holy. They are holy because the unbelieving wife did not want to depart from the believing Husband. husband or vice versa. And, and the unbelieving husband did not want to depart from the unbelieving believing woman. wife. So now, yeah, each of them. Yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> the believing thank you. So now, uh, thank you so much. Then, if both of them agree together, unbeliever and believer agree together to be living together, it means that. Number one, they will first of all, it will sanctify their children. It will make their children to be holy. So that's the reason why husband, believing husband, must not leave an unbeliever wife because she is not believed, is not believing. And believing wife must not leave unbeliever husband because he is not a believer. For the unbelieving, uh, the believing one has sanctified the unbelieving one, Hallelujah. and their children are thereby sanctified, sanctified. because they agree. Hallelujah. Now, which means that you cannot separate from that your wife. Yes. And you cannot separate from that your husband. Yes. That you think is, is giving you problem. Yes. Is giving you serious problem. Yes. Yes. Not willing to get out. But it's not willing to get out. Then that is a, it becomes a ministry for yes. you. Yes. If God has given you a wife or his or husband that is not believing, that's not a believer, it means that you have received a ministry. Yes. And you must finish that ministry mm -hmm. because of the children. Yes. Eh? 
and, and even because of God himself. Yes. So you should take up that ministry. There is no ministry that is easy. Oh, go and ask every ministers, except those who are bobo pastors and bobo uh, ministers or so, huh? who are only there to, 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 for their belly. But if it is a genuine calling, it's not easy. Amen. You will you forgo something. You will sacrifice greatly. So take your wife that is not believing as your ministry. And take your wife, husband that is not believing as your what? As your ministry. I'm coming. We are coming to that. Hallelujah. Take your husband that is not believing as your ministry. So don't depart from her. And don't depart from him. Because God, God hates divorce. Yes. Because if you leave, because your husband is an unbeliever, or the unbeliever leave, except the unbeliever will leave you, we are coming to that. But if you leave as an unbeliever, leave that person, leave that wife, then your children will become unholy to God. So if you, you won't have holy children. So that's the reason why you should allow verse 15 to happen. Amen. Verse 15 said, but if the unbelieving depart, let him depart. Uh-huh. A brother or a sister is not under bondage in such a case. But God had called us to peace. And that is only what God wants us to enjoy. Any home where there is no peace and the unbeliever leaves, you can't hold him or her. The Bible said, let her go. Because God prefers peace of yours. Or let him go. Or let him go. If he goes, or he asks you to go, or he asks you to park, you don't want to leave you, leave you again because you are, you are a believer. Or like that, or I know she wouldn't say that, or you wouldn't say that because you're a believer, you believe in you. But if she, if he or she choose to go, eh, and you try your best for her not to go, or him not to go, then you have passed that class. Yes. God can take you to another class in marriage. Yes. And it will be by himself. Yes. Yeah. Because then you will find out later that it may be from God that made her to, de- to depart. Because when the unbeliever is working consistently against God's purpose in your life, and here you are, you are a believer, you are holding on to God, and you are carrying some glory uh, to deliver to the world. And this is the instrument of the devil against in your house. Against in your house. The glory of God. You will not call him the instrument of the devil. You are making a mistake by calling him or her the instrument of the devil. Because you are not the one to endorse her as the instrument of the devil. To leave her because it's an instrument of the devil. You can't leave her. You can't leave him. You take him or her as a cross. Take him as a ministry. Through him or her, you get a crown. Take her as a ministry. And then through her, you will get crown. (laughs) We are laughing here because of something. Hallelujah. Because this afternoon, we 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 were dragging some issue. About what? Hallelujah. But what what happened is this. We we didn't know that we are going to meet with such thing as this. (laughs) In this message. Hallelujah. So you just take that as your as your ministry and finish that ministry because if you win that that woman or you win that uh, husband, you will get a crown in heaven. Yes, you will get a crown in heaven. Mm-hmm. So that's why you must not leave him or her. Don't depart from her, except if that unbeliever said she's going. Are you believer? <laughs> it's an error. It's an error. If you say you should go, then it means that you have become you have you you have become the unbeliever, and. He will, she will be, when he go out tomorrow, or he go out tomorrow, eh, because you send her, or you send him out of your life, then God can pick him up. Mm. And then you, you become a non-believer. And then you become a sinner. Mm. You will have to be looking for him or her to do what? To correct yourself. 
I have to correct your error. And you may not be able to get him or her back. And you may therefore go to hell. Oh my God. So that's the reason why you have to be careful about the way you conduct yourself in marriage. In, in the place where there are commotion in the marriage and the husband is a non-believer and the wife is a non-believer, then you should be careful. Let God have his way. Hallelujah. Because God wants us to maintain peace. That's the reason why he said, if the unbeliever go, let him go. Eh? You, a brother or a sister, is not in bondage in such cases. Because God has called us unto peace. And if there, when there is no peace, eh, there is no marriage. On your part, you have tried your best to bring peace. Yes. Peace is not coming. And your, yes, on your part, you have tried your best. And the unbeliever decides that to, that to go or to send you out. Okay yes. by God. Yes, okay by God. You, you may even find out that it is by God later that God made it happen because he needed you. If he needs you and that one is standing on your way, it is God, but it is by God himself that he or she will leave you, not by you. I repeat, not by you. Okay. That's the reason why you must be spiritual enough to hear God and to listen to God, yes. to know what he wants you to do about your husband or about your wife. That is what we are treating, hearing from God, being trained to hear from God. It is very important in marriage. Okay, God bless you, brother and sister. We have said enough. If the person goes, it is God that will now direct your way. Now, we, we said, we, you know, we said everyone should be hearing. Marriage is spiritual. Hearing from God individually so that we, we, we make the word of God the final, God has the final say concerning any issue to bring peace all the time. That's the best thing that can happen to any marriage. And we said you would task to be hearing from your father, not having mediators again. Then you, you have a covenant time. It may be God that chooses it. It may be you that chooses it. But consistency at that time, very important. We also talked about what you could be doing at your covenant time. Let it be, if it's going to be in the night, let it be the time you have rested very well. Your eyes are wide open with praise, with worship and praises. You go to the presence of God. You pour your heart so that there will be nothing on your heart when you're reading the Bible. You pour your heart and cast your body upon Jesus. When you have your peace, you can read the Bible. It's a reference Bible that will point you to other places concerning a verse so that you can understand it very well. Anything that is you there, you pray over it. The Holy Spirit will drop a prayer in your heart. It may not be the first day, the second day, when you do that. You, it may not be more than 30 minutes when you, st when you start. And, and eventually, it will be increasing. But, but I, it took me three, three, three co consecutive uh, weeks before I start to hear the small, still voice of the Holy Spirit. When I, when I used this method, and I was, I, was, I was consistent for three weeks. On the day he spoke to me, the verse I was reading, he took it over, took over my imagination, formed the meta picture. I explained the verse like I should write a whole book. And that day, the joy I experienced, hey, it's more than I got married. It's more than I built a house. It's more than I have children. It's more than anything in the world. Like, like I can't, I can't, more than when you are born again. I mean, the joy was so much. And now, uh, like we refer to Psalm 16, I'm only bringing us back because we caught in, because of the question caught in. 16, in the presence of God was fullness of joy, I experienced it that day. 
and at his right hand is a pleasure forevermore. I express it that it's like I should not leave that spot again. I spent three hours. I I, look, I didn't I didn't like to leave except that I wanted to go to work the next. I, I may ask for some days before I even understand it. Later sentences, later. In marriage, when an issue is knotted, let the, the ones that have trained themselves go to God individually to hear, individually to hear what this one is knotted. None of us is agreeing. What do you say? I, those that fears God, submit to God, submit their will to God, reference God, we allow whatever God says about that matter to bring the finality. It may be the, the wife that is favored. It may be her opinion that God supports because you reference God, you let go. It may be the husband's opinion that is favored by God, but by the time he talks, because you fear God, you submit to him, you reference him, you let it go. Then there is peace because it is now God. It's not you. So if you keep on at this, you receive directions. There's nothing like if even if, if there's any problem, barrenness, anything, anything, you'll be surprised at the way the Holy Spirit will be giving you direction. It will be, it may be so foolish. But once you recognize the voice of your shepherd and obey that voice, you'll be surprised the way the mountains are melting before you. And uh, you are you are having your breakthroughs. So it's one of the best things that can happen to you when individually you hear from God, and you even train your children to be. You train them to hear from God, so that God Himself would teach teach them directly. There's nothing like it. So, and uh, do you know one of the advantage that I gained from personal time in the secret place with God? One on one. One-on-one. -on -one. With God. It became Mama Zion, sir. Mm. In Obadiah 117. Who we meet is God and not enjoy. Mm. And not enjoy the uh, In Obadiah uh, 117. But upon Mount Zion shall be deliverance, mm. and there shall be holiness. And the house, and the house of, of Jacob, Jacob shall, possess shall possess their possession. possession. It was during my covenant time, God was working another Oi. partner for me as far as East from West, which I didn't even know of. It was during my uh, covenant time, God revealed the person I've never seen in my life for the first time. I've never seen him. I saw his figure. He introduced himself, told me where he was coming from, that God sent him. It was during my covenant time that God gave wow. a deliverance I never knew of. Wow. Uh, there's some denomination believe in people taking your glory. My denomination doesn't believe in things like that. So it was not in my head. It was not in my system that people take people's glory. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. But do. there was a day I was at my... Very real. At, very real. Ah. At my table. Real. During my covenant time, I just had, because the Holy Spirit have not been speaking to me. He said, take your glory. <clears throat> it looks funny to me, but I recognize that voice. I remember I had a vision for you at that time. Huh? Uh, uh, so I just stretched my hand, you know, take your glory. What do you do? You stretch your hand to take it now? It was it was, it was straight to me. I stretched my hand. The moment I said I receive it, do you know what happened? I saw a black slender lady wearing a nightgown 
came out of me, went through the window. Wow. Then I started to think. In the presence of God. In the presence of God. I cannot Zion. remember. I there cannot is, forget that experience. There, the deliverance took place in Mount Zion. Yes. So which means that at the place where we are meeting the Lord one on one oh, is our Zion. It's our Zion, sir. And what God does is that he brings the bliss of Zion down. Yes. The presence of Zion. The deliverance of, the deliverance of Zion. Oh, we are missing a lot, we are not missing a lot oh. for not having a covenant time with God. Wow. Aside deliverance, there are many examples of what God did because I was with him on one on one. A lot of funny things that even when they tell me, even a pastor tells me I won't believe, mm. happened as deliverance to me at Mama Zion. So you knew more than your teachers? Yes. The Lord taught you more than your trainers? Yes. In Psalm, he says, if I if I observe his uh, his commandment, I will know more than my teachers. Wow. He was doing it. In fact, at that time, he would tell me the sermon my pastor will preach, mm. and when I get to church, that is what he will preach. Wow! It was so awesome. Wow! And the joy I was experiencing. It took away loneliness I from my life. It yeah. took I away sadness. It took away sorrow. Amen. In fact, my joy overflew. Amen. No In fact. The, 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 the merriment in my heart caused my eyes to glow. People will tell me, these days you are more beautiful. Wow. Because, the, you know, a merry heart gives you a bright countenance. Mm, a merry heart. Sadness had no time, no place in my life again. Wow. I used to be a woman of sorrow. Mm. Until that Mount Zion time. At that time, you will look agad. I look so agad, so sad, so <laughs> sorrowful, ever crying, tears yeah. always on my eyes because of the torture and the travail I was passing through. No wonder the Lord told me that is a woman traveling somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, aside, ah. I, I, I don't have time to give other examples. Oh, Concerning holiness. In our lives. You know, I, I, was, I was into fashion. You know? It's like I love fashion. Uh, not that you're a fashion designer. I will, I'm not a fashion designer. But you design fashion for yourself. But I design for myself. <laughs> it, it is inborn. Uh-huh. In fact, by the time I want to go out, everything will too much. You, you, you train your tailor to, to sew your clothes. I train my tailor to sew my I clothes. Know you for that. And even if it is a shabby that is common cloth, my own will be so atrocious that it will call attention. <laughs> you know? But so it was one by one. When, when we made the Lord, the Lord took the way that from you. At wow. my Zion. At your Zion. Even those things that my wow. denomination, my denomination is known for preaching holiness and mm. practicing it. Those things I still do, even despite the fact that Jesus had brought me down uh. and I have broken me to certain extent. Uh. Those things I still do that they don't see as anything. It, is, it was on my, you know, you say, upon my Zion there shall be deliverance, there shall be holiness. My my the Holy Spirit will tell me, my dear, will you be able to give, give me this? Even my pastor don't say anything wrong. My denomination, as much as they love holiness, preach and practices, they don't say anything wrong. But the Lord will say, My child, give me this. This one, will you give it to me? Because of what I've no, been enjoying it's with you. It's not him. that they didn't see they didn't see it as wrong. Okay. But they want the Holy Spirit to deal with you. And he was dealing with He so dealt with that me. That is what the church believes in. And when uh, you believe in Christ and you are coming, 